It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And here we are with a brand new cookie that I've heard a lot about in your planning. Like, I'm going to do this cookie. And I've I, been talking about it for a while. Finally, it is here in front of us. I am very excited. Yeah, so I had seen a news article that a cat shelter had come upon a male calico cat. Oh, and I very, knew, very, very rare. I knew, yes, from so my my first cat, my soul cat. Is that like a soulmate? Yeah, was oh. like a was a calico cat, a girl. Her name was Bonita. Was this a childhood cat? Or no, an this adult was an adulthood cat. cat. She yeah. was like my first child. I'm one of those people okay yeah i was a cat mom first and foremost she's no longer with us but i knew because i was a calico cat person that only one in two or three thousand i thought it was one in two thousand when this news article came out it said one in three thousand calico cats is a boy and i just find this so strange scientifically because if it's gonna be attached to the y chromosome it would be only boys or if it was gonna be something to do with being a girl it would be only girls like how is it i don't understand the science well you came to the right <laughs> laboratory so once i saw that i thought i really want to get to the bottom of that science so i'm gonna have to make a cookie i found a <laughs> recipe for calico cat cookies on todayshow.com and here they are they're well, they're adorable they are adorable they are a cat um, sitting. Yes, you need a cat-shaped cookie cutter. You do. So you found a cat-shaped cookie cutter. Yeah. And uh, they look like a a rolled-out cookie. Yes, it's like a sugar cookie, but this cookie had no eggs, no baking powder or baking soda. Mm. It was a little bit odd. So it's and not, then, it and then didn't rise at all. It didn't what? rise. It kind of spread. And that I laughed so hard when I opened the oven because my Calico Cat Bonita was fat. Oh, these are fat cats. <laughs> and these, these cookies puffed up like my bonita. <laughs> and it made me laugh in my lab. And they are a, uh, a blonde cookie with an o- orange spots and brown spots. Yeah. And they seemingly are randomly placed. So can you tell us how... You got the spots, and then later, after we taste them, I will tell you how the genetic spots work. But what about the boy-girl thing? Yeah. Yes, all this? I'm so excited. Okay, good. So I made the dough and then pinched off two 35-gram bits of dough. Into one, I mixed cocoa powder, and into the other, I mixed food color gel. Okay. And then I rolled out the plain dough and then randomly placed balls of the other two and then rolled it a little more so that it would be uh you know they i didn't roll them as thin as they called for in the recipe and that's probably why they're too puffy but the the dough was so wet and not super super easy to work with that i thought it would just like if i rolled it anymore it just would have stuck to my rolling pin and I, I, i i i could tell that i needed to stop and cut which i did at random to make the randomly colored 
kitty cats. And ironically, that's exactly how the genetics work. With a cookie cutter? With a cookie cutter yeah. and blobs. <laughs> Glad you've explained it to me. Yeah, yeah. Now I can go home. Yeah. Wait. Calico cats are not real. We want to eat. Out. We want to eat it, right? What do you <laughs> oh, mean they're right. not real? You're so silly. <laughs> yes, we want to eat. All right. So let's pick up these cookies. The tails have a habit of falling. Mine off. has two orange spots and a brown and a little tiny brown spot. I'm gonna eat the brown. cat's head. Okay, me too. I'll start with the head. It's good. It's like a shortbread, but. I've discovered on Cookie Lab is a me thing. Mm. Well, there may be listeners who like shortbread. Definitely the shortbread flavor of flour and butter mm -hmm. and sugar. That's basically all it is. Yeah. And it had the castor sugar that I had obtained for the the Iceland volcano Oh, it's a meringue. super fine castor mm -hmm. sugar. Is that what it called for? Mm -hmm. Oh, fun. Now, I don't taste. I just ate some orange. No, there's no, no flavor no change flavor in the colors. Orange. I'm going to go to the back of this cat mm. and take a bite of the cocoa the powder. The cocoa one. powder one part might, that, you know, cocoa is a flavor, right? Yeah, I'm going to taste it. I should probably stop talking with my mouth full, huh? Mm. Got some iced coffee to wash it down. No. Okay. No cocoa flavor. Nothing noticeable. But uh, um, as far as shortbreads go, they're, uh, it's they're pretty good, terrific. Right? And yeah. I think I wouldn't go any thinner no. on the dough. I can look at the dough and see nice little airy pockets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's like a nice little tiny bit of browning. And a nice tiny bit of, of the Maillard effect on the, um, uh, on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and yeah, so for a gluten-free cookie, mm -hmm. looks like it did all of the things that we could possibly hope for. Mm -hmm. So great success on this cookie. I needed a win. Delicious. Yeah. How's the tail? Mm. Tail is just as good <laughs> as all the other parts of the cookie. So you can make these year round. They're not just for National Cat Day. <laughs> is it National Cat Day? I have no idea, but that'd be a great cookie to make for National Cat Day. Did you have to send now away for the, the cookie cutter? I got it at that great kitchen store that we have right in our town. Oh. Now that I have the cat cookie cutter, I can I can do it whenever I want. You can make every breed of cat. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. Yeah. A whole menagerie. But as you were saying, our Labrador Retriever laboratory assistants are not pleased with this development. They are not. They are very worried. Mm -hmm. Don't fact, worry, girls. You're not about to be replaced by a cat. In fact, did you see that they snubbed you when you came to the laboratory today? I haven't seen your dogs yeah. all day. Yeah, they're they're they heard. Yeah, they heard about the cats. Very, very, very easily offended laboratory assistants. I here. can make up yeah. to them with just some cheese. With <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> with a treat. Maybe they'd like to eat the cookie. All right, so. The black and orange patches that define the calico cat. This beautifully illustrates a mechanism known as a dosage compensation. Dosage compensation. Now, this is not something you learn in elementary school genetics. This is probably for stuff. most of our listeners new genetic information it goes beyond the punnett square okay so it's very exciting you see almost as you said all calico cats are female mm -hmm. right and that means they have two x chromosomes in every cell yes a male cat with an xy 
could not make the same pattern of fur. No. No. They would have every once in a while. So how? How? So how? I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> you just blew my mind. Every once in a while, you get a human or a cat or any other mammal with two X's and a Y chromosome. And so is that creature viable? Yep. Yes. In humans, there are syndromes that go along with it. Uh, in cats, you could have a male calico cat. Well, or that seems like a not a bad side effect of having right. exactly. like 50% too much chromosomes. <laughs> but here's what happens in either case. The Y chromosome, it turns out, has very few genes on it. Not surprising. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 and none of those genes is required for survival. <laughs> this is getting better and better. <laughs> Ladies, are you listening? You don't need them for survival. And this is clearly illustrated by all females who survive perfectly well without a Y chromosome. Yeah. Right, exactly. So <laughs> the Y chromosome is only important in the process of becoming male. Okay. So it controls all of those male hormones, proteins, things like that. The X chromosome is a completely different story. It's large and has hundreds of genes on it, many of which are essential for cells to survive. So the X chromosome is required for all humans, not just females. However, females have two right. X chromosomes. That's what we have. But they could not survive if they had double of everything that the X chromosome okay. controls. So there's like two different kinds of X chromosomes? They start out the same. Okay. But they need to compensate somehow for this imbalance. And this is where dosage compensation comes in. Okay. There are different solutions to this predicament. Human females and cats happen to do the same thing. They shut down one of their X chromosomes. Oh, really? Yeah. Early in the process of embryo development. Mm -hmm. So when there are like eight cells through a process called X chromosome inactivation, an X chromosome is inactivated. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> that's, that's like the best named scientific term I've ever heard. Like dosage compensation. No idea what you're talking about. X chromosome inactivation. You I could write it. a paper about it. Right? It's chosen at random in each cell. Oh, interesting. So not so every cell could potentially be completely different. Right. And it's inactivated. This is the really technical part through a process that slathers the chromosome with, with butter and sugar. <laughs> exactly. It and makes orange a, food a gel. <laughs> <laughs> or RNA. Oh, RNA. Yes, I've heard of that too. And it basically what happens is that the genes are not expressed because it's surrounded by molecules that prevent that from happening. And the X chromosome becomes condensed down into a small, dense cluster of DNA and is now called a bar body, B-A-R-R, -R, named after Murray Barr. The person who first discovered. That's awesome. I never knew this. Mm -hmm. But Jill, you yes. might ask, what does this have to do with the calico cat? That is what I asked. <laughs> well, thank you for hanging in here. The calico cat 
the gene that dictates the fur colors happens to be located on the X chromosome. Okay. Not surprisingly. Okay. Because lady calico cats have it and they only have X chromosomes. Right. right. All right. So if the X chromosome carrying the gene for the black fur gets inactivated, that cell will instead create orange fur. Hmm. If the X chromosome carrying the gene for the orange fur is inactivated, that cell will create black fur. Mm-hmm. The default is white fur. But it's like you it's if it's on the cellular level, you get a whole patch of the orange fur or the black fur. How yeah. is that? Are the cells talking to each other? Like we're gonna be an orange patch. In order to understand the patches. <laughs> it's like I, it's like we planned it, but we listener, we did not. <laughs> we have to think about when the process of X chromosome in inactivation happens and what each of those cells is going to do after the X is activated. The X chromosome is inactivated when there are about eight cells in the embryo, remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Each of these eight cells after the X inactivation continues oh, to divide. Of course they do. Right? And they're right next to each other over and Cellular over and over. Cellular reproduction. Reproduction, right, exactly. Is that what they call it? Uh, what do we call it? Cellular? Mitosis. Okay. To create the millions of cells to make up the entire cat. This has to happen a lot. Because the inactivation process occurs very early in development, each cell that stems from one of the original eight will have the same X inactivated. So the cells will form a patch Mm -hmm. of fur. And they will do so because the cells that come from that one cell will have the same X inactivated. So instead of just one cell that makes black fur, there will be millions of cells expressing black fur in the same location. This is the best science we've ever had on Cookie Lab. (laughs) I'm so happy for this information. Right. And so now you know why it's only female cats and why the female cats survive with all of this extra... Well, I'm more concerned about how the how the male cats with the extra genetic information survive. So the same thing happens. So just they just like shut the it down. The X the X chromosome uh, shuts down one of the X's, but they still have that genetic marker for the for the black and the orange. So in a regular male cat, you have an X and a Y chromosome. So the X chromosome can express all of the genetic information that it has, the Y chromosome can express all of the genetic information that it has. There's no need for dosage compensation. So when you get to an embryo that has eight cells, all of those cells just express the information that is in their genetic makeup. They don't have to randomly select which colors they're going to express. Chris, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. I'm, I'm very happy to have helped you out. And I hope you and your family enjoy the cookies because I think they're great. Of course we will. Okay. They go great with iced coffee and maybe, warm beverages. Maybe you'll have to say, keep your claws <gasps> off my cookies. Oh, very good, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely say that because we don't have a uh, cookie cutter, so we completely depend on you to make these. Okay. <laughs> Happy right. to help. All right. So we'll see you next week with a historic cookie of regal descent. 
Ooh, bring it on. All right. See you next week. Bye. It's Cookie Lab.